guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. We have a very special guest this week, Nathan from the Reno Slant. Hi. Are all your guests very special or is it just me? No, you are very, <laughs> you know what I should have said? Very, very special. Yeah. No, it's giving you a hard time. I'm uh, super excited to be here. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're really excited to have you, especially like a Reno local as well, right? Well, ironically, so the podcast is the Reno Slant. I lived in Reno for four years. I've lived in Vegas oh. now for the last two. Oh. Uh, so the Reno Slant is actually headquartered in Vegas. We don't shy from that, but we don't promote it either. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That is funny. But yeah. I mean, it's all like the same it. stuff because you guys are a sports podcast and you just right. cover stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess it really wouldn't matter, but we love that you represent still. Where are you from originally? I'm from Washington, the state, originally. I went to school just outside Seattle. Then I got my first job as a sports writer in Reno. And grew up vacationing at Tahoe. So I went to Tahoe every other summer of my life growing up. And love Reno, love Northern Nevada, love, love, love Tahoe. Thank you. Uh, Well, you guys can see my background. You can see. Yeah, I was like. That's why I was surprised you said that. Yeah, so our listeners, he has a very glossy uh three separate photos that make up one giant photo of tahoe he's flexing because you know what we have in our background curtains you got curtains, curtains. yeah curtains. Well, I, I, well this this work from home stuff has forced me to get my office slash studio put Very together because it was yeah. just a, a yeah. desk in the middle of a room for about a year well now <laughs> it's your sanctuary right so yeah, you're no, in tahoe. Too much time in here. Yep. <laughs> right 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 do you ever just look yeah. up at it and go oh i'm there i'm just yeah, there Yes, I'm tired of this room. I need yeah. to What brought you to Vegas? Beach. Uh, that's a good question. I was when I was a sports writer in Reno, I was also a radio host. So I had a show on local ESPN radio or ESPN radio in Reno. Ooh, look and at you go. Go ahead. Don't don't speed past flexing, that. Don't speed flexing, yeah. past that. Yeah. Uh what people like that catches some headlines when people hear that. The reality is I was getting paid ten bucks an hour at the but, radio show. That's I, not for we the prep. Have some, yeah, because yeah, radio is it. You don't get into radio for money. You don't get into no. radio for money. You don't get into podcasting for money. Honestly, you don't even get into television. Like local people, like I, you know, I'm a stylist. And so mm-hmm. I service a lot of the local news people. And I mean, it's yep. like, yeah, it's like $13, $14 an hour. It's, yeah, it's, with no tips. it's for the love of news. <laughs> for the love of journalism. Yeah. So I, I bet she was looking around saying, man, I do not want to spend the rest of my life making $30,000 a year. 100%. I'm out of here. So 100%. I moved into Vegas, didn't know what I was going to do and then got into sales. And so now I get to do that during the day and keep doing mm-hmm. my sports stuff, keep doing the podcast on because the side. Because it is a passion, right? It's like yeah, it's a general interest. I mean, we definitely love comedy. We love um, making light of some intense situations. And so I, I Too bad there's nothing tense that. going on right now. Oh, yeah. Thank right. God there's no material. There's no content. <laughs> no, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'd like to disagree. There is a lot happening. Um, I would say 70% of my interviews lately have been like, these kids won't go away. <laughs> My wife yep. just wants to talk to me. My husband won't go away. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you got to make ex- excuses. And you got to be like, oh, oh someone so has an emergency. I won't get close to him, but I got to go. Got to get out of here. Yep, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's been really difficult. So one of the interesting things um, I've really been trying to, during COVID-19, um, we have collectively, I shouldn't say me, um, really talk to people who it is affecting even their pastime, right? So a mm-hmm. podcast, can, it, regardless if we do it every week, it is something that we choose to do. It is something that we have right. a way to do. And it is something that we are still doing every week. Mm-hmm. For you, it is very difficult, right? Because sports stop, which <laughs> I can't remember in my lifetime whenever I have seen uh-huh. everything stop, right? Like football, bat- yeah. soccer, like nothing. How is that for you who is one, one, one a sports fan? But two, you have a podcast that's based off of sports. As a sports fan, I'm dying right now. Quarantine right. would be awesome if there were sports on TV. It'd be great. Like uh, this would be uh, right. the end all. It'd be perfect. Um, but as a podcast, and we'd certainly had those conversations. We did ramp up to uh, in January. We started doing two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. So we had an episode on Sunday, an episode on Wednesday, and now with a lot of our content kind of disappearing from our from us, we don't have that you know at our disposal anymore. We had to ramp back down to one episode per week. 
Um, so it's not unlike you, what you guys are doing, I'm sure, trying to get guests on, trying to do something yeah. different, trying to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, we've really turned it over to our audience and said, you know, what do you guys want us to talk about? So we've had to do some shifts and we, we incorporate audience questions every single week. And those have just yeah. become more prominent now as we try to figure out what the hell's going on. Hopefully where we, where we go from here. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that, that's it. Yeah. So I'm trying to be positive about it. You know, no one wants to listen to a podcast and be all doom and gloom. Oh, totally. And there, there has to be a certain level of research. I'm sure that you guys are doing right where you're like, okay, these are going to be like the steps. Cause I'm sure everybody's curious. Like how do you take major sports in any facet, whether it's like mm-hmm. professional college or even, I don't know if you cover anything other than that. Um, yep. This is going to come to a shock to you. I don't follow what What? (laughs) but either way like I'm sure you guys are probably filling up content a little bit with that just kind of like protocols and kind of just having your ear out there and listening Mm -hmm. to kind of what the next steps are right yeah we're we're trying to the information is so scattered right now I mean not even just in sports and everything it's what needs to happen for these different phases that Sisolak's talking about what are the (sighs) metrics I mean who who really knows and I'm becoming very concerned that we're not going to have uh, college football in the fall. Yeah. I, th- I think that's becoming very realistic. I mean, you, depending on where the information is coming from, it just seems increasingly unlikely we're, we're going to be able to cram 30,000 people into a sporting venue. Absolutely. It doesn't, it's, it's hard to even like comprehend that. And even thinking on a, on a more like philosophical note, almost for Here we these go. players, <laughs> like truly, I think I, because they were originally before everybody shut down sports completely. Remember they took fans out. They said, yep. okay, we're going to play the games and yep. um, nobody can be here. I just couldn't imagine being an athlete right on that level mm-hmm. and playing in an empty arena. I just feel like obviously there's like training and skill involved, but when yep. you go to play a major game, that energy has to be, I would, uh, 50%, well, they, I would actually go as to say that is half of the reason why these people do what they do, athletes. Yeah, well, and right? that, and I mean, it, sure. I always say it's very much like trying to be a comedian on stage with no one in front of you. Like, what right? the fuck's the point? You're not hearing a laugh. <laughs> you're not hearing, you know, when you make that dunk, you're not hearing a cheer. When you, you know, hit that ball over the wall, you're not hearing a cheer. And I love sports. Well, I, I heard maybe not, but I love no, sports. No, I mean, I do. No, but I'm just saying, like, live sports. I hear you. There's yeah. nothing better to me yeah. than going to see the Giants live, eating a hot dog, drinking beer, mm. talking shit, having fun. There's nothing in hockey. Like, I enjoy sitting shocker to the listeners i enjoy sitting right down by the glass and just like fucking hitting the glass when they start. dude there is truly if you've never been listeners to a live hockey game a go it is so, so much fun. fun it is so much fun so i can't imagine you're used to that and just like mm-hmm. skating just just skating around just having a blast you well, know ultimately it's the entertainment industry right whether it's comedy yep. whether it is sports whether yep. you're acting and like this is the entertainment industry so if you have no one to entertain i feel yeah. like fuck. i forget who it was it was an nfl player who, who commented on that this weekend because that's becoming increasingly i don't know a more viable option it sounds like there's too much money to be left on the table so many people would watch it on tv totally. i mean Absolutely. the ratings would be insane yes but, but games on and i think that's gonna be too hard for the leagues to pass up on one of the players was talking about though how different it would be playing with no fans in the stands because you're right i mean you usually feel off the or you vibe off the energy of, of the crowd and yeah. you play up for that you get up for the crowd and not having that playing in a giant ass stadium and it's just empty it's just you and the other team but it's it, it's meaningful though and it counts towards your standings totally. it's this weird dynamic well even sports we betting would be affected by that right because people bet based on home games based on mm-hmm. away games. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that is an mm-hmm. emotional bet, right? They're like, oh, they're going to bring it home for their city or whatever, right? And so I just feel like players kind of feel that pressure too, right? Yeah. And so maybe I'm sure it affects performance. In, in the NFL, typically the way spreads work when they set the lines so they can bet on the games, the home team generally gets three points. Mm-hmm. So if they were to play on an even field or a neutral field in Vegas that these two teams are even it's in, there's no spread basically. And if they would, let's say it's move it now to Seattle. I'm a big Seahawk fan. 
Seattle would then become basically a three point favorite. That's generally okay. how it would work. Yeah. I, I don't know how it would, how that would factor in gambling with sports with no fans in the stands. It'd be weird. Weird, <laughs> right? Because gambling altogether, gambling is a very emotional thing in general, right? You're just like, yeah, I fucking think I'm going to win this shit. And uh, I'm going to do that. Yep. <laughs> well, it's tough too. My husband is from New York, so he's a Bills fan. Um, but moreover is his cousin works for the Bills. And so yep. um, recently we had to do some stuff for the family and he couldn't participate because he was doing the draft. And I asked him, I was like, how is that? Like, how is it like the same energy? Because usually when they're doing the draft, he is hyped up. Like we can't get him on the phone. When we get him on that phone, he's all over the place. And he was like, it is completely different. Like it's a kind of a bummer and we're trying to stay positive yeah. and we're trying not to make it. He goes, it's almost like using trading cards, like, and not actually being there. He goes, you want to be excited and you still are excited, but it's not the same energy level. My it's amazing how this will transition and change the way that we do so much. Even mm -hmm. things that you wouldn't think like pastimes, which we love so much will change the way that we look at those things and do right. those things in the future. Well, there's something my girlfriend's dad thinks people are going to discontinue shaking hands after this. Like that's just going to yeah. be a thing that goes, no, that's, that's weird. That's yeah. weird to think about that. I, I just think like that's, that's so ingrained in our culture. That's like a hard, it'd be hard to unravel that one. So yeah. it's funny you say that my husband's father is straight off the boat from Spain. Like my okay. mother-in-law did an abroad program and she was like, I'm bringing this one home. <laughs> Gotta get this I'm, one. I'm getting <laughs> Much like an American, we yeah. were like, we'll take that I'll one. I'll take that. Um, I'll take, that I'll take one. the Spaniard one. Right, the Spaniard one. <laughs> so get him over here. My father-in-law is, um, he's obviously has a green card, but he still has not become a citizen. He is Spaniard. Mm -hmm. And over there, we, me and my husband travel with our children every other year to visit family because his, it's amazing to have that much extended family truly centered and over in another country. Sure. Long story short, I mean, Italy and Spain, we all know we're hit extremely hard with this. And mm -hmm. it is because when you go over there, this is no joke, you kiss everyone, not once, but twice. <laughs> hey, you double up. No, you double up. And it is skin to skin. It is right. no like fucking air smoochies, okay? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. This is straight up. It's true. It's true. It, anything. Oh, right. And if you do not kiss an ant, you're out. Right. Yeah. Like you're already an American, so it's like don't be rude. Right. But like seriously, <laughs> leveling up. So it's funny. Like I guess for me, I might just experiencing that. Like sure, I could toss a handshake out. I might be able to do like a a peace sign, you know? For sure. But yeah. those people, and that has been their life forever. So it is crazy. You think handshaking over here? I mean, these people hug and they kiss mandatory different different yeah. well even in sports you're like slapping asses oh my you're God. really getting into it which by the way we're gonna touch on because i really have some questions about that but about i actually oh please okay. we're gonna get into this right. um <laughs> but i really feel like the opposite i feel like once we're in the clear like once we're like okay it's gone we've got a vaccine we're all mm -hmm. like we're solid no i think we're gonna go back to it actually tenfold i think we're gonna start bringing the european like kissing to say hello in because so many people miss contact you miss hugging I I work in medical and it is so hard for patients to not want to hug me to yeah. not want to like they go for it and they're like i know i'm not supposed to but i really <laughs> want to and i'm like girl don't kill me okay so, so i want to ask you too just obviously you're an expert in this field like where, where do you just your personal opinion so yeah. wherever you say like where do you think sports is really going like what do you feel in, in terms of like when they're going to be able to come back and what that's going to look like and what that looks like yes. even after yeah. when they come back yeah yeah I, I think it's important to divide professional sports and college sports when looking at this um largely because professional sports are professionals they're there to generate revenue they're getting paid so they can do the no fans in the stands thing and it will it won't totally. be i mean it basically aligns with who they are as an organization what they believe in However, if you do it on the college side, that would shatter the illusion of the amateur athlete, that the student athletes, it'd be clear that they're there now to generate revenue for the other sports. Which has been kind right? of a tricky... And, and that, that in itself, and the NCAA does not want to get itself into that situation. So 100%. the only way college sports can come back is if fans are in the stands, if students are on campus. Yeah. And wow. there are some college campuses, some presidents who are saying we we're planning on having in-person classes in the fall. 
that's now. Yeah, I've heard. I listen. I love NPR. It's my mm -hmm. favorite. I talk about it on here all the time. I just really love that. I feel like it's so neutral with all of this, and it's just information. Yep. And um, a lot of them, I love the positivity, you know, because people, a lot of, not even just like college students in general, but like new, you remember what it was like graduating from high school, getting ready to like embark mm -hmm. on this brand new, we were just having a yeah. chat before we started this podcast on like what a widening experience college truly is. Really it is. It just like takes you and it expands you to all of these places. And God, if sports isn't like it is such a huge part. Like I remember being at UNR and totally. the homies, like it was a part. You were like, what are you doing yeah. on Friday? And you're like, what do you mean? What am I doing? For? I'm going Saturday. to the game. I'm going Saturday. to or Saturday. I'm going to the game. You know, well, depending Start on what it was. On Friday, though, and it didn't matter Saturday. though. Totally. Rugby. It didn't matter if it was rugby, basketball, base, truly it didn't yeah. matter. Like that was, you show support, you totally. show spirit. And all my bosses knew I was like calling mm -hmm. in for sure. Oh, They're for like, sure. Oh, I'm going to be hanging And I was like, I feel a cold coming up yeah <laughs> i mean I, that's not funny to joke about now <laughs> right right i feel a cold well even the wall right which you didn't grow up here you're from washington but you've State, been to the wall right have you you've been to the oh, wall. oh yeah i've been to the wall many, oh, many yeah. times. Like, I, just, I snuck into the wall when i first moved to reno i mean I, oh yeah who didn't i mean yeah it was uh it was like a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage where it, especially if we were paying, playing like UNLV, where it was just like hunkered down. Yep. It could be standing room only. You could wait 20 fucking 30 minutes for one shot of Patron, but you did it. And you were like, <laughs> we're all in it. And if you see a bunch of blondes popping around who don't really know what, it doesn't matter. It, we're all here. Camaraderie. We're all here. Yep. And there's something about, because Reno necessarily doesn't have um, you know, a professional team. We don't have any of those things. We really do take pride in yep. our college teams and even in, in our and high a school lot, teams. So many cities, so many cities yeah. like yeah. that. Absolutely. I mean, I went to Reno High and it was like, I'm sorry, what school do you go to? No, thank you. We're the Huskies. <laughs> you know what? You know what I mean? Like there's sure. that pride that we have truly. It's a, it's a unifying experience for sure. That's one of the things I love about sports. I played baseball through college. So I, I played sports. Now I talk about sports. I mean, sports are a part of who I am. I, and it's, I'm not the only one. If, if we don't have sports, I mean, for who knows how long, it's going to be a blow. I mean, for a lot of people, a lot of people go to these teams for distractions to get away from whatever else is going on. So they can get drunk and yell at the TV for three hours on a Sunday, like whatever it is. Not, not having that is going to be tough. For a lot of people, you think your relationship is under strain because you are you, are, are you in a relationship? <laughs> are you in crisis? <laughs> I, I live with my girlfriend of okay. about four and a half years. I actually oh, have bring her on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. tries to come on the on our podcast all the time. Yeah, um, she's like, just hand me a mic. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> I yeah. bought an I bought an Xbox a couple weeks ago. I don't play video games a ton. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm playing Call of Duty now with, with, with my friends because no oh, sports. Oh, absolutely. My I'm husband. a game. I'm, oh. Her husband and, and I are big um, uh, gamers. And my husband, all he ever plays is an HL with the guys from New York. Like, that's that's his group. That's it. You got you to say it right. They play Chell. Yeah, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you are correct. Yes, you are correct. I'll be kicked out of this house. But I find that... It's interesting because on a psychological level, you don't realize what having those experiences and that mm -hmm. out gives you. So my husband and I were talking and I said, uh, we were doing our backyard and we were like changing some things up and making it more comfortable. And, um, you know, you, you know, you want your house to reflect you and be comfortable. And he goes, God, I just like love being in the house. I really, the Corona has made me look at things differently. I really don't need to leave the house. Like you've made it, we've made it so comfortable. Right. I don't need to leave the house. And he goes, but for football, like I, I still <laughs> want to go to a bar and hang out and watch football. I'm still going to want to go to the low tide or the high tide and yep. watch baseball, like, and be at the game. That's still what I want to go do. You know what I want to ask too, because normally my husband is like, he loves video games. It's been our, his thing. And I like, <laughs> you sound so excited about this. <laughs> well, I go back and forth. Because he loves I like, like I'm a cool fucking jig and i'll be like yeah you got your thing and then every yep. once in a while like i see him just like tweaking out at like 2 a.m and i'm like yeah, what the fuck yeah, dude yeah. like you get and, yourself together you and my husband are the same he's like dude you have to work tomorrow i'm like don't worry about me worry about you yeah i am that <laughs> one more level to fucking get through i i just yeah. need to get through this level and then i'll go to bed but it doesn't surprise <laughs> to hear a sportsman buy that because i found myself if i'm being honest mm -hmm. right because like me and the homegirls like we like brunch and shit like yeah basically yeah. 
fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I need some champs. I need to get out of the house. Who doesn't love – if someone says they don't love brunch, they're lying. Oh, yeah. Like, they should love suck a dick, yeah. right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But my point is, too, is, like, I found myself being a little jealous. I asked him, and you – I asked him. I was like, maybe we could do it together because, like, it's – he gets to see his <laughs> friends every day. Yeah. He's on the mic – like homies, like no. they nope. are sharing stories. Nope. They are in nope. war together. Ma'am. They are in war together. Ma'am. Just you know what I mean? listen they to are... him and pipe it occasionally. No, no, Unless I you are a video game head, it is not for you. You can't no, be like, what's up? What's I'm down? What worried, is that I'm not worried about the video game. What I'm saying is I'm jealous of this band of brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every night he's just like kicking it with the homies. And here I am like, trying a new recipe because like that's what i'm fucking up to these days and he's just like getting down his home he's like feeling like he's accomplishing something right like, they're yep, in this right. together yep. and i'm like hey come right. over here and he's like no i can't let him down and i'm like wow i'm kind of jealous of that emotional tie that yeah. you're having the, the right most now. bonding thing your husband ever sent me was he sent me a text and he just said what's your tag yep what's your i was like yeah here it, here it is homie boom mm-hmm. yeah it was like a very it was like a quiet Oh, he but deep bonding moment for the two of very us. Very quiet. That's a that's moment. a big moment. That's a big it was moment a big for moment. you guys. Yeah. Well, I guess moment. you guys might have to exchange um, <laughs> some stuff. I'll just be over here. Yeah, you just cook it us. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll exclude you from that group as well. Exactly. 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 We'll Thank exclude you. you from that group as well. Thank you. I feel like I'm on the other side of Normandy right now. Right. Right. <laughs> well, it has to be hard for you too because you are a writer, and this mm-hmm. is something that you've based a lot of what at one point your profession on and yep. now something that you do on the side it is very difficult to be able to go well now what do I do because doing a podcast is very difficult I know a lot of people want to start a podcast and they're like oh so all I need is a mic and some pro-. it's like no there's a everyone, lot of everyone tells you how inexpensive it is now it's easy, not inexpensive started, and there are expenses and there's a lot of planning you got to do and a like lot the, of planning. The, the part that we're doing right now is far and away the easiest part of the podcast this is the, the easiest least time consuming part and Black Mamba here really spearheads all of our edit. I mean, she is like the tech head. Obviously, yeah. I can't even work a fucking video game. Like, I can't start the Xbox to get to Netflix. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I have a hard time with that. You're like, I don't understand why this thing so works. there's just a lot of respect that goes. And people are so funny. Like, you see them kind of pop up every once mm-hmm. in a while. And then you listen. They're like, why do I sound like I ate a bag of dog shit? And you're like, well, there's the steps. There's the steps. <laughs> Step yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's difficult for us. We're a comedy podcast, so mm-hmm. obviously I do, we just need comedic shit to come up with every week, um, right. which isn't difficult. I mean, we are two just clumsy fucking women in general um, and just individuals cross the board. Like, I'm convinced even as a man, I would have been super clumsy. I wouldn't have played. No, I would have. No, I would have been a badass. No, I take that back. I would have been cool. I would have been cool. Um, but for you, it must feel a little bit heartbreaking in a way, truly, because you want to be, you know, right now you're like, okay, we're in May, you know, March madness, you know, what's going to be popping off. You're getting yeah. pumped and getting excited. And then it's like, okay, but well, I guess let's yeah. talk about sports from two years ago. Yeah. It's but losing March madness was a huge blow. I mean, it, the fact that we lost it and we lost it when we did like the timing could not have been like, more last minute. I mean, they were canceling conference tournaments in the middle of those things. We were one week away from Selection Sunday. That's that's one of, for a lot of people, the best sporting event of the year. You look forward to it for the entire year. Not having that was awful. Um, so, I mean, it's tough, obviously, but I don't pretend like I'm the only one who doesn't get to watch sports right now. I and mean, I recognize that this is the way it is for everyone, and we can either kind of complain and gripe about it, or we can just realize this is what it is, lean in, and try to you know, have some fun with it, try to spin it in, in some way. And that's the way we're trying to go. And I think we've been pretty successful at it so far. And it sounds like you guys have as well. Has it made you guys closer? Has it made you and the homies closer? Because you're like, fuck, it makes you almost talk more and reminisce more. When when March Madness typically yeah. would have been going on, you guys right. would have been just like talking about stats, talking about this, talking about that. Yep. Has it made you guys truly talk more and mm-hmm. discuss like truly what you miss and kind of yeah. like reminisce on the old, the good old days <laughs> of 11 months ago, of 12 months ago. It, yeah. it, do, it does force you to converse at a deeper level than you maybe wouldn't otherwise. And, and certainly the show's who are very conversational in nature and they have the rapport. Those are the, short, the shows that are going to take the next step up here through coronavirus here as they try to be as relevant and entertaining as possible. 
um, you know, delivering value for, for the audience. Well, thank you, Nathan. I got you guys. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly what you guys are doing, right? I mean, that's what, Way that's to what people plug are, that people in. Are I loved for. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually record the show. My co-host is my brother. Yeah, so I saw that. He's yeah. My, we, my bro host. Um, yeah. And he, he actually lives in Florida <laughs> now. Um, he just left, left Reno like eight, eight months ago. He's in Florida. So he, he lives in Florida now. So we got a Vegas, him. Florida, Reno podcast. Florida? We got a lot going on. I, you guys can't see. I'm making a face. For what? <laughs> what are you go for? His, Did you no, try his... to stop him? Did you try to stop him? <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Florida, you sure, yeah. bro? You sure about that? It's going to be temporary. They're going to try to, they're hoping to be back within a year. His oh, nice. girlfriend is getting her master's at USF Oh, in good Tampa. for her. Which yeah. is a good school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be a tough move for him. Has he lived on the East Coast before? He no, he had not as a first. Southeast, and that's a whole different beast. A lot going on, mm-hmm. right? Um, so he and his his uh, now wife had been basically long distance dating for a long time. And when they moved into uh, their place in Tampa, it was like their first time kind of living together, right? Ooh, so you yeah. go, you move with to the no East sports. No Did she sports. Know that there's you no mo- sports? You moved to the East Coast. Did she know that there were no sports, and she was like, "You know what? Fuck this long distance. Let's do it all the time." <laughs> well, that was that was like eight months ago, right? Oh, so, okay. I mean, it, so it's not brand brand new. Yeah. Uh, um, so all no, the, she all that know. is. No, no, she did not know. And if she, <laughs> if, she, and if she would have known, I would have said, "No, Isadora, shut up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut that shit down. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Well, that's good. I'm so glad it's. Um, it's so nice to see at other Reno podcasts and we try to be super, um, just Nevada supportive general. truly yeah. because we are born and raised here. I went to Reno high. Mm-hmm. She went to Spark, um, you know, we try to be super supportive. I'm a go little ra- trashy and I'm fine with that. Go railroad, <laughs> go railroaders. I wrote for the Sparks Tribune. Yeah. Oh, that's what you wrote for? I wrote for the Sparks Tribune. Yeah, I was a sports editor over there. Oh, awesome. oh okay. So yeah. you guys both have sad stories. That's well, um, <laughs> a real uh, bridging gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for <laughs> you guys. Good for you guys. Way uh, to hang in there. Way to hang in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. We try to be really supportive of other podcasts because yep. it is difficult. And it is in this time. It is very strange. I mean, when you're used to putting out stuff and having people contact you and have these online conversations and get all amped up and ready mm-hmm. it is so such a different even us doing it now is so different yeah. well it led to us conversing here i don't, I don't know if we would it have really otherwise did. We, i don't know if we would we, have we have yeah. very different audiences that, that we're speaking Absolutely. to no question Absolutely. i'd be curious what other podcasts I, I do some clicking around kind of see what else is going on in arena from a podcast perspective there aren't a ton of them no, there is Different. a lot of so no. there's you guys the Reno Slant which is obviously sports. We mm-hmm. are a comedy podcast, yep. and then there are just a ton yeah, of I've house in the house like how to yeah. redo your house, how to move around your mixer, yeah. um, like shit like that. Like no shade, just like which I totally understand and get. Um, there's yeah. kind of those podcasts where we just would never fit into. I think too, yeah. honestly, and I mean this in a very um, professional manner, like there are a few things kind of, but like, it's like they popped on the YouTube with a mic and then they just posted it. Yep. So, and we know personally from, we're almost, we're a year and a half in. Mm-hmm. And just, if we listen to a first episode from now, we learned a lot about sound equipment, obviously, right? You learned Every, so much. Yeah, you learned so, so much. much. And yeah. so what I'm noticing in Reno is a lot of the, the newcomers, if you will. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're throwing sound out there and it's like, people want to hear your content regardless if it's like a gardening show or if yeah. it's whatever, right? But like when you can't hear somebody, it actually really just displaces somebody. Like the mm. irritation goes through the yeah. roof. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm seeing a lot more of those pop up, but it's just like the quality alone. So yeah, when people are like, oh, you know what? I have a guy now. I'm going to do a podcast. And it's gonna be a super cheap, um, super fun, and I'm gonna make a bunch of money. And I really, I really enjoy. Oh when yeah, you do that okay, show us the way. I enjoy uh, that. And you're voice. like, oh yeah, if you figure out that right. way without right. like all this other shit, right. let us know. Yeah. Because now we're in max. Now we're five mics deep. Yep. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We're like, who wants a mic? Yeah. Who wants Spend- a mic? Spent five thousand dollars on this thing. Right now. So as Christ. far as podcasts that I would feel comfortable reaching out to and doing mm-hmm. like a show where I felt like it would be equal rapport. Uh, no, there's zero. 
Yeah. Yeah. You guys were the best. No, really. We're listening and we're like, oh, these guys know their shit. Like, regardless if our content totally crosses paths, it doesn't matter because it's if you have that same perspective, if you have that same vision, it you can you can make it work either way. Um, I would love to see a bigger community pop up here for this, though. Even I don't know. It'll get there. It'll get there. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. It's gonna happen. Unfortunately, Reno slash Sparks Carson City, we're not a huge technology-driven city to begin with, so it was very difficult for people to understand the concept of a podcast because they'd have to understand what a podcast is first, right? Yep. So you tell a lot of people, I have a podcast, and they're like, so. Um, I had a, okay. So to put it in perspective, I had a, um, a guest <laughs> on and the guest was in their like mid thirties yeah. and I said, I will send you a link just like I do with anyone when we um, post it so that you're able to share it if you want or just listen. Mm-hmm. And the person called me and said, I'm like washing dishes. And they're like, why are you speaking so quickly? Oh, this and is I was so good. like, Wait, what was I what? speaking? Really? I don't remember doing blow before that interview, but <laughs> I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And then I listen back and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This seemed like a normal interview. Yeah. And then I go, did, okay, on your podcasting thing, did you look to the bottom on the left? Does it say so times good. one? Fast forward one and a half or whatever. Or t- yeah, she's like, it says like she times three. I was away. like, girl, slow it down to one. That's normal. <laughs> and you know, because you are a sportscast, do you ever have, um, you know, like I'm sure you meet older people and you're like, Oh, mm. you love this because they're obviously I'm sure sports fans. And like, I yep. don't care how old you are. They love college. They love pro whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, Oh, I have a podcast. You should follow it. And they're like, where, what? Where, what? where do I find it? Where how do, do I, listen I find to it? it? And you're like, log on. What? Is there a password that I need? Yeah. How much, does it cost? how much does it cost? How much does it cost? Yeah. yeah. Run me your yeah. Tupperware Tell me how much yeah. is it going to cost me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want to do some rapid fire. Before we uh, wrap this up, I want to do some rapid mm-hmm. fire questions from our end for about sports that I, and I love sports, but I just don't understand. <laughs> we go listen to the Reno slant. Right, we're talking right. about a sports all the okay, time. But I don't about? feel like you guys are covering this. Okay. So let's start with the ass slapping. Why do you guys slap of the ass? What is that about? I don't know where it came from. It's just like, okay. in, like I played football through high school. Like you, 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 you slap each other's asses. It's like a motivational <laughs> thing. Like, come on, bud. Here you go. I don't, I don't know why you do it. I like it feels good. It. You know what? <laughs> I don't know why you're asking that question because I know nothing motivates me more than like a sharp, like, woo. Like, there you go. <laughs> Hello. There you go. Just a slap on the ass. I'm like a stallion. I'm a I'm a fucking bread to win. Get going. Okay? Get going. Sometimes I just like a little heat of the moment. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, second question. So uh, in high school, I played basketball, and then I okay. was on the women's weightlifting team. And a lot of times, if you couldn't like lift what you wanted to or whatever, if you were trying mm-hmm. to max out, you would get super upset and just like throw throw weights. Like that was a abnormal same thing with like basketball but i find in baseball they're always super calm and even when they're kind of upset like a sociopath mm-hmm. they'll like throw the bat but like nothing ever really happens yeah. and i'm like how are they so calm oh, yeah, for that many hours too. and no one falls asleep yeah yeah there's a oh. couple of th- there's a couple of things there uh so baseball you play 162 games that's a lot. Pace yourself. It's and a lot it's of like every and so if they get that that ramped up for a strikeout, which is something that's going to happen probably two hundred times over the course okay. of the season, you're setting yourself up for failure. That said, baseball players do lose their minds. They just do it in the dugout. So you get okay. on camera sometimes, and you'll see water coolers go down, bats go flying. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's, it's not. Which not hot I that. enjoy. Hot, hot tip from the slant to hot. hot tip. There you go. There okay. You go. One more question. Mm-hmm. Um, why are they trying to take out the fights in hockey? Because I enjoy them personally. Um, I get real <laughs> pumped up um, when they take off their gloves. Obviously, I uh, enjoy first-person shooter games. I like a lot of hands mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. Why are they trying to take that away? I don't understand. And why don't we have them in more sports? Because I feel like if you were a football player, now not yeah. baseball because they don't have like, you know, like, helmets on all the time but yep. like football players like why can't you just like hit someone in the fucking head just once just like oh <laughs> don't like you mush you yeah mush you yeah we don't yeah. want another hernandez on our hands, okay? <laughs> oh okay wow no nope. don't need that 
uh, yeah. it's basically fights are, are leaving just like the reason they're taking out helmet to helmet hits in football, like the reason they're taking out fighting in basketball are really trying to reduce it by making flagrant fouls more easy to assess. It's just, you have more money involved now. So you have TV networks who don't want to promote that as much. And it's the health component of it as well. It's, it's very uh, gladiator-ish when you, you watch in a sport literally promote fighting like hockey was. Right. And I think they're it just trying to, tr- yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they would sell it. I mean, they'd sell like they come here to fight. And I, I, I agree. I like the fights in hockey. I mean, every time I go to hockey, like, I'm room, I'm room for fights. Who isn't? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so hockey, and I feel like they're so padded anyways. It's kind of just like two marshmallow guys just trying to get a point across. It's like two, three-year-olds <laughs> fighting. You're like, no one's getting hurt here. I don't know. Th- th- there's some dudes who wail on each other. I mean, they oh, go yeah. by the guy by the collar bowl and just, just trade that blows. That is true. That is true. Um, and, 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 and they go at it um so i don't think it will go away away i think fans enjoy it too much um but we'll see i mean as you know the the younger crowd comes in and some people who really enjoyed hockey and played hockey mm-hmm. and were hot were fighting with celebrating they start to phase out some more mm-hmm. um and the millennials start taking over you know we'll, we'll, we'll see you know, okay i don't care for that nathan i don't care for that you know how I'm, I a about millennials. I'm a millennial i'm a millennial we're all millennials we are good people Okay. We're great people. We are, we are, are good, good people. people. And you know, we mean I, well. I want to ask you too, as a millennial mother, I have two boys. Okay. And um, I grew up loving sport. Truly. Like, I mean, there's a certain woman aspect where I was like, if I didn't play football, you can only love it so much. I'm sure right. like a part of the love of the game is being so involved. I love yeah. watching pro games. I love watching um, college. I've just, I always enjoyed it, but I don't have that connection. Obviously mm-hmm. I never was out on the field, get my ass slapped. Right. I think that's a big part <laughs> of it. Sounds like it's a real bummer for you. Right. It was you got to join a flag league oh, or something. Can I tell you? Wait, can I tell that. you? Most women want to play. Most women are like, that just looks like so much fun. It does look yeah. like fun. I want to be built like that. Like, I can't, like. No, I can't get I think I'm a badass. And then my three-year-old son comes at me. I'm like, that's too rough. Right. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm, pretty sh- say, I'm pretty sure there's a women's tackle league oh, that has a team is. in Reno. Oh, there is. I can say I'm a thousand percent. Well, now I'm like almost, I'm 37. Seven. It's we're, it's too late. No, drinking is my full sport. <laughs> Watching sure. sports, playing, sure, that's sure. it. Yeah. Well, what I want to ask you is, um, how do you feel? Not even just with coronavirus, but just in general. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about my boys to get into sports. Yeah. And what do you think? Where do you think like youth sports is going from here? I mean, you obviously mm-hmm. played forever. Yep. You know, football, baseball. What do you think about that? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean, we'll see. The parents are becoming increasingly more crazy, yeah. which means co- oh. people are less inclined to become coaches or become officials or become involved yes. with, 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 with them. They'll, I don't think they'll ever go away. I think no. it's going to change. And it's become unbelievably – it's become a moneymaker. It's become an industry in of itself mm-hmm. with these travel teams and these mm-hmm. tournament teams. Mm-hmm. And you get kids who are being hyper specialized into one sport when they're eight years old and they're playing basketball for like, 10 months out of the year it's yeah. ridiculous it's it's it burns it's them wild. out it's it it's, burns insane. Them out. it's and it makes it not fun for them anymore it ruins it for them no mm-hmm. question and there's you see it almost everywhere i don't i try to get a, stay away from definitive definitives but you see a lot of people talking now professional athletes saying my kids will never be specialized in sport because coaches value having someone who played basketball in the, in the winter yeah. and football in the fall yeah. and you learn additional skills you got new, new challenges it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, we'll see i mean it, who who knows my kids if that happens down the road will absolutely play sports yeah um yeah. what sports will they'll, just, they'll play i don't know i just feel like personally regardless i mean it's great if you have a diamond in the rough right if like your kid just excels and just blows your mind right and then mm-hmm. like hopefully i don't ever see myself just like even financially backing that shit to be completely honest with you some of these people these travel teams i'm like the fuck it's insane. It's insane. like i'm not getting a part-time job because you like volleyball yeah but they're willing, they're willing to they're willing to and i get that, that but that's not wild. a child's perspective that is a parent looking at a cash cow in my opinion or yeah. potential what i think that breaks my heart is exactly what you said earlier about you know i think it was something so special about having a certain parent who's just inclined towards kids right they can coach they can have fun but these mm-hmm. people coming in different parents having all these like hostile or even like super hyper defensive 
Yeah. Views on the sports. It's like, let kids be kids. Let them get in a little fight on the field. Let them like see what it feels like to be a part of a team. And like, maybe they let their team down if they weren't focusing or, you know, it's just like you, it teaches you how to just be such a well-rounded human. I don't care if he Mm -hmm. goes past college or if he even goes to college for sports, just that, just kind of contributing to your little community in that sense. And I do worry about that as like, we see things progressing. And then on top of now this hysteria, really, whether it's valid or not, right. With Corona, like of germs and um, because like contact sports is contact like period. Right. There's just that. Well, and you want your kids to be able to, if their dream does not work out to be able to find a life after that. When I was a kid and my brother, growing up and they were huge baseball players and they just this was it my brother was Mm -hmm. like this is what i'm doing that's it like this is this is it and on the final game he hit a home run and it's just like everyone's clapping you know how it is and it's like going around well it's the gladiator thing that you're talking about earlier that complex and he went around that third base Mm -hmm. and he slipped and tore his acl that was it that yep. was it. Yeah. And I remember him being depressed for about five months. Yep. Refusing to go, to go to college, refusing to move on. Mm-hmm. He was just like, this was my dream. This yep. is what I wanted. I can't see anything else. That happened. And then it was like, he was mm-hmm. so depressed that it was like trying to get him out of that to look at like, okay, we'll take what you learned, put it into this, yep. take what you learned become sports medicine or something that will, he could not make that mental leap. It was just so in his head that he was going to, he just knew, he knew he was going to, he knew he was going to be a star to be able to go to that next leap wouldn't happen. So when I was playing softball and I was playing basketball and I hurt my right knee and I couldn't play at that level any longer. And my coach just came to me and said, how would you like to join the women's weightlifting team? It'll still probably get you a scholarship for school. And, you know, it's still going to be on your knee, but not the same way. Right. I was like, Gucci, let's do it. And then I just fucking loved it. I was like, oh, well, shit, it's kind of like my you jam. said before. Yeah. Like you, get, you either lean in or you don't. But if you don't have those fundamental skills, if you don't have someone going, hey, this may not work out. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, I support, you know, if that's, that's your goal, like that's your goal, you gotta be, you gotta commit to it. If you're, if you're going to, especially if it's a big goal like that, but you do need to be able to adjust because the reality is the overwhelming majority of people who play sports are not going to make it, make make a Mm -hmm. paycheck at it. And you learn a lot of, it's not as much about, you know, the physical skills you pick up, but the mental aspect and those types of skills, the lessons you learn along the way. And that's another one of the reasons why I love sports as much as I, I would not be the person I am today. I would not be where I am today for, for not having played sports. I mean, it's so important, I, I believe. And I think too, just like the win-lose, like we always make metaphors, right? We're like, okay, mm-hmm. take the L in life. But it's so funny, like as a child, you, you need to be, whether it is track and field, like more individual. I was a gymnast for a long time. So I played a uh-huh. couple team sports, but I really specialized. Like I was a gymnast all the way up until I was 13. And mm-hmm. then after that, I went into track and field because – it was harder for me, ball sports, like I could do it, but like, I just felt like I excelled on a personal level, being a part of a team, but still striving in individual yep. like Goals. things. Right. right. Yep. So either way, I just feel like actually having a loss, like somebody not personally, but looking at you in a broad spectrum saying, Hey, you lost this. Just yep. learning those coping mechanisms. God, is that not crucial in life? Like somebody saying like, you're not a loser, but you fucking lost this one. You're going to take L's after sports. I guarantee you they're, they're, they're coming. You got to be able to they always come in hard and they're coming yeah. hot, which is great during, I'm not going to say great. I'll take that back. But it, it, I do believe that coronavirus is teaching a lot of people who play sports, whose parents are real fucking uptight, whose parents are like, you will run, you will run and you will be the best. And it's like, okay, well, guess what, bitch? We're not running because there's nothing happening. Well, okay? guess what? I so I'm going to sleep theater. in. <laughs> I, maybe I want to do a little theater. Maybe I like tap dancing. <laughs> yeah, I actually good. think for kids who are being put under that spotlight, it's giving everyone a chance to be like, well, mom, not only can I not run, not only can I not do drills, but I like I have to be in the house like playing video games. So said the governor. Okay. Hand eye coordination, playing Call of Duty here. Right. He said I couldn't go out. So, like, what else do I'm going to do? Jumping jacks in the house? No, thank you. I'm going to play Call of Duty. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see how I'm hoping a lot of these parents 
who are very intense with their kids because it can be very intense. I hope they kind of look at things from a different aspect now that this is going on. Um, I hope that they go, okay, this isn't like the end all and be all all of the time. Yeah. I love sports. I like to fucking curse and throw shit and I like to be in the stands and I like to support. I love to do all those things. Mm -hmm. And I've also been on the other spectrum of that where I'm participating and I, you love to hear those cheers, but that's not, mm -hmm. that's not everything. And people should be, college students should be enjoying it, not on a monetary value, but just like yeah. a bring people together kind of thing. That, that's, that's kind of gotten lost in this college sports arguments and yeah. should mm -hmm. they pay players, should they not pay players? And there is a ton of money involved in it. And I get that argument, but we're discounting everything else they're getting with it. We're discounting the free education. Are you kidding me? I would have loved a free ride oh and not have a student. I would have loved oh to have God. a free ride. Look at our millennial coach. Like we, we're off. all out of school for mm -hmm. almost 10 years. Almost all millennials will have been out of school for anywhere between five yep. to 10 years by now. And mm -hmm. I know at least 50% and that is a low marker are going to be paying on student loans for mm -hmm. God knows how long. Yep. And so, no, I do not empathize personally with paying players it is a form of entertainment and absolutely the, all the things that come along with that now if you go to the draft great if not you're going to hopefully have learned enough life skills within your sport yep. and going to widening your view on a higher education level to be yep. able to make your mark on the world debt free well and yep. you're going to get something that a lot of people never get which is an arena mm -hmm. screaming for you people that, people there to that. see you play people there to see you play uh, no question. And you're, you're getting a free education. You're getting awesome mm -hmm. for a lot of these guys. You you're doing unbelievable facilities they are taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I understand there's a lot of money in college sports, but like the Mountain West commissioner just spoke a couple weeks ago and said, if there's no football in the fall, it's unlikely we'll, we'll be able to play any other sports because football drives that much revenue for all mm -hmm. the other sports necessary oh, revenue. Hot um, yeah. They, I mean, they need football. So everyone's like, you, these fit players should be making X amount of dollars. And it was like, well, you realize a lot of that money is going to run, fund the other programs exactly. on, on campus. A and lot that's of the other part programs. of the equation. Yeah. Yep. A lot of the other programs don't generate revenue. It's football, men's basketball. Wow, a lot of the, a lot of the other programs are money sucks. Essentially. I mean, it can yep. cost upwards of a couple million dollars a year. Some of these school you're school telling me women's school. lacrosse is not you're telling me <laughs> that the, women the, the, playing on ice skates on the weekends isn't bringing in the cool cash and i hate to use the word i didn't say that no I you didn't did say not that. you did not that was fully <laughs> on the oh uh, no i always talk shit about women's it's, basketball, it's, 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 it's true guys, though. i support true, you I mean, gang gang but there's nothing like a woman going for a layup anywho um nathan thank you so much um yeah thank you a lot i will say thank this. you so much i'm so glad that you do this um yeah. there uh there is a podcast that i listened to and they just got picked up in syndication for a show and i was watching it the other day and i can't remember what started so when you and i get off here i'll send you the link but it's a couple basketball right. players one who used to play for the suns was talking about lebron james and yeah. i don't know if you've seen this but he came up with the rap i have not he did a whole music video and i was like oh we got to get back to sports because you know what i won't have is any more basketball players basketball players like Shaq coming out with any sort of new joints new hits you know what we don't need we don't need you guys in the studio we need you guys dribbling balls and that is yeah, it we all need to still stay in our lane yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't coronavirus didn't say like oh people are starting to swerve i told oh, you i i, 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 I said immediately when this happens, so the content is gonna get weird. We're oh, gonna start seeing some weird stuff. You wait until out. I send this uh, to you. I'm so sorry because I have been interviewing all week and I all weekend it's been wild. But I intended to send you this, and I was like, "Oh, is it gonna blow his lid? Is it gonna pop his top?" You know, it's funny about you saying the content. I have been personally having some laugh attacks over the fact that all these ball players, their wives, like cooking gear, is now supporting right. the house. Right. <laughs> yeah. Her cooking line and cookbook. Yeah. Like, yeah, honey, yeah, do your thing, have fun. Well, now that <laughs> bitch is just like selling out. <laughs> well, not to mention, can you imagine being married to a ball player? You're like, oh, I know for sure, like starting in the spring, like this motherfucker is gone. Yeah. I won't see you again for like five months. And now these motherfuckers are just at home. Like, so what you doing? What are you cooking? Yeah, real curious. What are we gonna yeah. do for dinner? Is that how you make enchiladas? 
Huh. Can I get some popcorn? <laughs> Do you ever get popcorn? Sometimes I like pop- You're like, fuck, get out of the goddamn. Like these people, so these women who married for money or for ballplayers or, or whatever, or even for love. Even mm-hmm. for love. Even for love. Even for they'll love. Go, they'll go to those lengths. Out. Oh, you're earning those ducats this year, honey. This <laughs> season, you are earning that paycheck, honey. We're all we're all clocking in. We're all <laughs> clocking in this year. Everyone's clocking in. Nathan, oh, thank you, thank so, you so much, much for doing this little crossover episode. Yeah. Anytime you want to interview us or have us on, obviously, I know you guys will have this, I'm assuming, on your podcast. But anytime you want to interview us to talk about, I don't know, sports? Sure. <laughs> We we can talk about podcasting, the trials and tribulations of of being a podcaster. I mean, the fact you guys have been in it, you've been in it a year and a half, so you you get it. I mean, the the hardest part about podcasting, I tell people, is just being consistent. That's it. Being consistent because there are those weeks you do not want to do it. I do not want to do it this week. I do not want to edit it, but you have to to build that loyalty and build that trust um, with your audience. So maybe we go down that road. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So just dissing us right out the gate anywho no. right. <laughs> i'm trying to figure out what the common ground would be i'm not gonna have you on my show and ask okay, about fine, Nevada sports okay, the fine, entire time all right, fine 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 no, thank you, you nathan so much for being on the show yeah. this week you guys we love you per usual and nathan we will see you again soon have awesome. a great week have a great week Nate. bye All right, you guys, that is going to wrap up this latest episode. Again, thank you to the Reno Slant guys. Wonderful, amazing. And if you haven't listened to their podcast, if you have husbands and they are into sports, honey, like we know they are, then make sure that they go and support the Reno Slant podcast. Also, you guys, I wanted to remind you, we had a giveaway going on that was supposed to end today, but we are going to go ahead and uh, extend it out until Monday. So of course, COVID-19 impacted, um, a lot of individuals and we are looking for new moms or families that have been impacted due to the economic shutdown. Um, we know that we are all in this together, but we recognize the suffering of others surpassing some of the rest of us. So we are going to have diapers, wipes, formula, little cute onesies. Um, We're also going to have some gift cards. So if you would like to donate, go ahead and DM us on our Instagram at The Hate Journals. Um, And of course, you can uh, also send us a private message on Facebook as well. We would love to uh, hear from you guys. Also, if you know somebody and you'd like to nominate somebody. Also, please take the same steps. You can also go to our website, which is thehatejournals.com, and you can send me a message, and I will throw their name into the basket. We love you guys, and we really appreciate you giving back in this time of need to other people who are in need. You guys know the drill. Follow us on Instagram, The Hate Journals. We're also on Twitter, Hate Journals, and our website is thehatejournals.com. Do you have any questions? You want to nominate somebody? Email us at thehatejournals at gmail.com. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.